as a doctor creating a non-medical CV, you may be aware that the rules are very different for applying for any role that's not strictly to do with your medical degree. So in this episode, I take you through my four fundamental rules that I use to advise doctors for creating a standout CV for non-medical roles, particularly in industry. This is something that you definitely do not want to miss if you are actively applying for jobs and for some reason you're finding that you're not quite getting through. So stay tuned. Let's face it, burnout amongst doctors is sky high and we're actively seeking other ways to make the most of our transferable skills beyond the usual career pathways. Welcome to Disrupting Doctors' Careers. I'm your host, Dr. Abena Bubbers-Jones, and I'm on a mission to connect one million doctors across the world with the best in diverse career opportunities. Hello, fellow doctors. So as I'm sure that you're aware, um, as part of the services and support that we offer doctors through Medic Footprints, we offer our Medic Footprints premium members a basic CV review. So that involves us um, having years and years of experience advising doctors who are moving from medical to non-medical um, really have they optimised their CV and some really important pointers of how they can improve their CV to increase their chances of getting the job that they want. Each member gets a recorded, bespoke, personal video from one of the doctors on our team, taking them through areas where they could certainly improve in the context of where they're applying to. If any of that sounds interesting to you, find out more at medicfootprints.org forward slash go premium. Anyway, so going back to the support that we offer doctors, as you can imagine, we do see the same mistakes again and again and again made by doctors, which I've made as well, because it's a completely different, completely different setting going from applying for clinical or medical roles to non-medical or industry roles. So the main things we see is that doctors don't really understand what value they could potentially bring to the role. They tend to emphasize heavily their kind of the, the list of jobs that they've attended as a doctor, which as we know with most doctors could be, you know, at least more than 10 or so. Um, that in itself isn't necessarily useful or relevant to the employer. We see CVs that are several pages long. So my medical CV, for example, is at least 10 to 15 pages. Um, and that is the concise version. But we do see pages and pages of stuff, um, all of which, if you send that in, will not generally get read. For those who have wigged on that, having a short CV can be beneficial. They usually, usually compromise by putting the font down to like six <laughs> to make it as tiny as possible. So again, it's not still, still not readable. Um, they don't really add any, anything of value outside of medicine. 
uh, which actually is very important and tends to get overlooked. And generally speaking, the message that they are conveying through that CV is, I am a doctor, I am a standard doctor, full stop. So like these are very common mistakes because as you know, you know, there are lots of opportunities for doctors out there, huge amounts. And there's lots of opportunities for doctors in industry in particular to stand out amongst the competition, whether they are other doctors being the competition or non-doctors. But it's really important from a mindset perspective that if this is you, you really understand what your value is to the employer. That is really where you need to start. And if you're like, I'm applying for a range of different things, then I would say stand back, make a decision as to where you really want to focus your energy and focus on a few things, if not one thing or two things. And when I say things, I'm talking about sectors, areas, types of roles, because it does make it more difficult for you when you're applying for a whole range of different things. And if you don't really know, um, I would suggest you invest in a career coach um, and we have also have MF approved career coaches on our website for you to peruse if you are interested in going down that route. So going back to the principles, I mean, principles, they're always really easy to remember and to stick to when you're doing anything. And this is what I use as a structure when supporting our doctors, um, MF premium members and the mentees on really creating not just any non-medical CV, but one that will truly stand out to a recruiter. So if you try and put your shoes, put yourself in the shoes of a recruiter, most recruiters, either internal or external, will spend six to 20 seconds maximum initially on your CV. So that is not a long period of time. And in that, they're essentially just skim reading to see is this person relevant to the job? And if it's not obviously relevant, and I say obviously relevant, then you will go to the bottom of the pile. Even though you might, might be the best candidate, the problem is you haven't been able to communicate that you are the best candidate. So remember, this is a communication exercise. This is one of the things that was banged on at us at medical school. It's still relevant to everything that you do. Um, and this includes applying for jobs. But anyway... Let's get started. How do you give a recruiter massive FOMO if they don't pick you using your CV? How can you put yourself in that position? So the number one fundamental rule for creating a standout non-medical CV. Number one rule, don't rely on your CV. <laughs> Were you expecting that? Maybe, maybe not. So... I mean, I'll tell you a story. I mean, this is a story from my perspective, having worked with doctors and also from my own personal experience and also from how we hire at Medic Footprints. So we, we don't ask for the CV on the first, second or even third step. We ask for a CV at the point where we think there's a very good chance of this person being hired and they've been through some basic interviews. Why? Because the most important thing that we're looking for really is values, culture fit, do they understand the role? Do they have the basics to go in the role? And you can get that from the first expression of interest and the first conversation or anything else that you decide. For example, we also ask for videos initially um, based on certain questions. And you know, you can always check these things on LinkedIn. I know not every doctor is on LinkedIn, but I see that LinkedIn 
is definitely these days of better value to communicate dynamically what you can do compared to a CV, which can be seen as quite a static passport document. And remember the key is your CV is a passport. Um, It's a kind of basic, this is a very high level summary of me. If you want to know more, invite me to come and have a conversation, right? That is what your CV is about. I know as medics, our CV is basically supposed to be um, yeah, a summary, well, not even a summary, like a narrative or dissertation of our medical lives. It's different in, in, um, industry and non-medical. So if you look back at one of our earlier episodes, how do I get a job in health tech? I refer to three doors, the front door, the side door, and the back door. These refer to strategies or approaches that you use to actually get a job in health tech, but actually it can be used for pretty much any job. So in summary, the front door refers to you see a job, you apply for it. The companies don't know you, number one. The side door is you're already in a company, you've gotten in one way or another, and then another job comes up internally and then you apply for it and they already know you. And there's the back door is where you get into the company simply through referral from someone that you already know and or a job is created for you. And I always say the back door is always the best way because that eliminates most of the competition. Um, I suspect that most of you will be applying, applying through the front door, which is the most competitive way. And you may be aware if you listen to some of my previous podcasts that most jobs are not advertised. So if you are routinely applying for front door jobs, just remember you are A, against high competition and B, probably missing out. Well, you will be missing out on the vast majority of roles that actually you could be suited to. So this is why I say never rely on a CV. I would say rely on your networks, rely on those introductions, rely on those conversations and do your own due diligence of the company before you apply. Um, A strategy that sometimes people use is in order to get into the company in some ways and you can't talk to anyone, you give your CV in and hope for the best. But statistically, the chances are, especially if it's a um, a competitive uh, job, it might not get seen, read, stand out, you name it. So if you really want to stand out, do not rely on your CV on its own. Number two fundamental rule for creating a standout non-medical CV, keep your CV to one page. So I know that some of you are, oh, I know two pages is fine. Yeah, it's fine. But from, from what I've seen, the best CVs are the ones that can be kept to one page because they are concise, they're designed well, they're easy to read. And these are not the ones that are like six font, guys. No six font size CVs, please. I'm talking about 12 font minimum. And so it's it's a great exercise to really highlight the the valuable skill sets and unique selling points that you have. If you can't do that on one page, then in in itself, you are decreasing your chances of actually being remembered um, yes, you know, you see a lot of two pages CVs, but most of the stuff will get, will get noticed on the first page. So, you know, this is a great exercise for you to indulge in and practice in. Uh, one of the things I suggest is, you know, write out your imperfect CV, show it to someone, friend, family, colleague, 
get some feedback having shown it to them for like 10 seconds and ask them what they remember. Because at the end of the day, you want to stand out and you want to be remembered for good things, right? And you want to be remembered for the right things in relation to the employer. Hence why I talked about earlier, know the employer, right? Um, If the important points don't stand out, then you need to go back and revise it again. Number three fundamental rules for creating a standout non-medical CV. Make it easy to skim read and include keywords or certain words that you know will stand out to the employer. So I'm using an example of, say you're applying for a job in health tech, which I know a lot of you are doing. How can you stand out and communicate your unique selling points? Do you list all the jobs that you've done? Well, perhaps not because, you know, how would you differentiate yourself from another doctor who's probably done similar jobs? But if this, like, if there's a specific, say, health tech company who specialize in a certain area, such as femtech, and you've done projects in femtech, or you've worked in, you know, QI, quality improvement, audits, anything that's relevant to what they've done, then you can basically use that as a highlights section rather than listing all of your jobs, right? So, and just really highlight the important things that the employer would be interested in, not a summary of your life, basically. And you can put them into different sections. If, you, if you've ever tried using Canva, for example, so Canva is like an online graphics uh, design software, really really easy to use user experience here on my like advertising canva but i do love it um you can you'll see use it for free but basically they have templates for cvs that you can use that can really stand out so um and they have different sections the sections that you use are completely up to you um but make sure it's relevant to the sector that you're applying to um and when i say keywords so going back to the femtech um, if you if you put yourselves in the shoes of a recruiter, um, the recruiter might be looking at something to do with what they do, which could be women's health, women's well-being, menopause, menstruation, anything that's like, oh yeah, that's what we're doing a project on that. Or, oh yeah, we've got a campaign going on that. Or, oh, we need someone to work on the content. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it needs to be relevant to the employer. So this is why, because it will create more work for you if you are spraying and praying with your CV and sending it out to like loads of different sectors, when actually you just need to really focus on doing a great CV for like one or two sectors and then editing it little bits depending on the employer, but also getting to know the employer to see whether it is definitely right for you. And remember, as I said for the last one, try and keep that to a maximum of one page. And finally, the last point, which actually I've said again and again in this podcast, deliberately so you don't forget it, produce a CV that's written for one employer in mind. So I've really illustrated why it's so important because you've got to put yourselves in the position of the recruiter or the hiring manager or the person when they see your CV. And this is assuming... They're looking at your CV without knowing you. But then remember, I also said for point number one, never rely only on your CV. But in either case, if you really want to produce a standout CV, 
pretend literally this is the only job you ever going to apply for and the recruiters know it they know that you're absolutely perfect for them and in order to write that cv you need to know the recruiter or the the company and that can be quite difficult and this is why going back to um the podcast episode on the three doors this is why the back door is always the better door that's how you get to know the company before you even apply and sometimes jobs are actually created for you so yeah if you've ever been in a hiring position you'll probably know what I mean where you're getting a stack of CVs and you're like which one should I go for and at the end of the day you want your life to be as made as easy as possible so you're going to go for the ones that stand out immediately not the ones that you really have to kind of scour through and try and understand or even just the ones that say this is a doctor but there's nothing else to them so it's really important that you write that cv for that employer in mind the best way of doing that um especially if you're i know not sure about which employees you're going to go for just have one or two templates for your cv and then you can alter them like minor alterations um depending on what they are looking for potentially that is the best way for you to do that and save yourself time of having to completely rewrite a cv from scratch so in summary the four fundamental rules for creating a stand out cv uh, that is non-medical number one never rely only in your cv to be honest i tell most of our mentees to invest in your linkedin profile and most doctors are not on linkedin at the moment i know that's changing gradually But I would say if you want to spend some time on really trying to get a good quality job, invest in the LinkedIn profile because a lot of recruiters, even if they get your CV, they will be looking at your LinkedIn. And if there's not much there, then they will then probably go to your Facebook. So, so, you know, it's either, you know, you control the message or they will come to their own conclusions. So never rely solely on your CV. Rely on your networks and rely on those introductions as much as you can. Number two, keep your CV one page long. It's a great exercise in communication. Three, make sure it's easy to skim read and use correct uh, keywords in line with the right employer and the right job that you're applying for. And, And finally, yeah, keep that CV for one employer in mind. Write it for them, not for you, for them. And I promise you, those four principles will help you focus on where you decide to um, focus your energies in the application process and improve your chances of standing out. If you need any further support or advisory from the Medic Footprints team or myself, As I said, we do offer this to Medic Footprints uh, premium members. Um, Find out more about that at medicfootprints.org forward slash go premium. We also have an amazing mission to connect 1 million doctors with the best and diverse career opportunities. And we really invite you to join our mission by joining our community for free at medicfootprints.org forward slash join our mission. And of course, if you found this podcast useful, please share it with others and help us spread the word and leave a glowing, positively uh, blushing review for us. We really appreciate your help. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. And we'd be really grateful to get any advice and feedback from you 
on what else you'd like to hear about from us. Anyway, take care and on to the next episode. <laughs>